0: Welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and a in Canada. My name is Mario Negro. I'm a partner in the Private Equity and MA group at Steichman Alley. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guests, Trevor Lewin and Bruce Moselle. Trevor and Bruce are the operating partners and co-founders of Blue Frame Capital Partners. Trevor, Bruce, thank you for joining us and welcome.
1: Thanks, Mario. Nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Mario. Great to be here.
0: Trevor, Bruce, I always like to start the show by uh, asking our guests a little bit about themselves, uh, about their own histories, and uh, and talking about, uh, about Blue Frame. So uh, maybe we could start by a little bit about yourselves, and then you tell us a little bit about, uh, about Blue
1: Frame Capital Partners. Absolutely. And th- this is an easy answer in the sense that Trevor and I have been work colleagues and now business partners for over 25 years consecutively. So we've got a very similar uh, background, which which started way back in the '90s, mid '90s, when we were mid-market investment bankers, and so we got, you know, a great education in buying and selling mid-market businesses, valuing those businesses, and raising capital for those businesses. And in 2011, two young uh, guys came through our office looking to buy a business, and they had a, a really sophisticated investor group behind them, and uh, their model you know, really sort of was new in in the market. It was the first time Trevor and I heard the term search funds. And those two fellows were were Rob Sheroon and Eric Mickelson, who we know, you know, really well, Mario. And they bought a great business called You See It, which is now Stealth Monitoring. And uh, it's been a tremendous success. But back in 2011, Rob and Eric gave us a really good education in search funds. And the more we learned, Trevor and I thought, this is exactly what we want to do. So we quit our jobs in, in 2011 and we set out, early 2012 to raise our own search fund. I think at the time we were maybe the the second or third search fund in Canada. And so we searched for 18 months. We bought a business in 2014 in Ottawa called T-Base Communications. And Trevor and I took on the roles of co-CEOs for T-Base. We ran that business for five years. And it it was a tremendous uh, opportunity for us to get operational in a business and really move from the financial world into running a business, which we thoroughly enjoyed. And we were lucky in that we found a great business and and the business did really well. We sold it in 2019 to a financial or private equity fund out of St. Louis. And since that time we've, we've transitioned now into a board role for T-Base and become much more focused on investing. And so Trev, I don't know if you want to jump in and sort of talk a little bit about the investing side of things.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, after we, we sold uh, in 2019, you know, we started getting approached by that next generation of searchers. A lot were connected to us through you, Mario, so thank you for that. Uh, and, you know, before we knew it, we had backed about 15 searchers and had also backed about six acquisitions of searchers from Canada, United States, and Mexico. Uh, while we were doing this, a lot of searchers that backed t expressed an interest to participate in the asset class again. And they encouraged us to formalize you know, our activity into a fund. Um, two actual uh, former investors that saw potential in a, in a general partnership uh, were Bill and Mark Egan. They were in our round one search. They were in our round two financing. And they were also on our board. And you know, Bruce and I learned a lot from their mentorship. And we welcomed their ability uh, to assess investment opportunities. And at the same time, uh, they felt we were good operators with strong corporate finance backgrounds. So it became apparent to us that a partnership with the four of us would serve uh, both our investors and searchers well. And that's what re- really led to uh blue frame
0: uh, capital partners. So, you know, Trevor and, and Bruce, the, you know, exciting part about our market is when it comes to the middle market, there's a lot of deal opportunities. And that one, particularly over the last few years has been a strong uh, characteristic of the market, but blue frame is unique. And there's not a lot of BlueFrames out there. And I wonder if you can, Tell our uh, audience a little bit about you know what the sweet spot is for BlueFrame, what the thesis is, what you're hoping to a- achieve. Um, you know, BlueFrame is unique. There's uh, not many like it. But want to get a sense from you of where you're going to focus your attention in terms of driving forward with BlueFrame capital partners.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, there's a few things I think make us a bit unique. Uh, one I think is that partnership between uh, you know ourselves, uh, searchers that have. You know, walk through that entire journey of raising the search, acquiring a business, operating the business, exiting the business, and then uh, partnering up with the likes of Bill and Mark Egan, who have been, you know, investing in this space for probably more than thirty years, and getting a really interesting, ass, uh, you know, perspective on you know, what we should be also focusing on. So that's one part that's different. I think the other part that's different is our investor base and and you know, the general partnership is truly cross border, uh, and I think. What we're seeing is, you know, any border lines being blurred, especially North America, where you might have Canadian searchers that end up buying in the U.S. Uh, and so you never really know where a search fund deal is ultimately going to land. So I think that cross-border coverage really helps out. We are going to be 100% focused on the search fund space uh, and will primarily be backing traditional searchers. But, you know, equity gaps and self-funded searchers would also be considered. Um, like I said, we're we're looking at all across the three countries, Canada, US and Mexico. Our equity contribution to any one deal is probably going to be somewhere between 500,000 and at one point, you know, five million. And I think we're relatively industry agnostic. Uh, you know, we're going to be disciplined on the business characteristics that are reflective of search transactions. But as long as the companies tick most of those boxes, um, we're not too uh, fussed about the ultimate uh, industry. Uh, the other thing that we'd also consider is um, both EBITDA or AR structured deals. So I think, uh, you know, that combination of that search fund background, uh, both from the investor perspective and operating perspective, as well as flexibility on the sort of deal type, uh, bring a little bit of uniqueness to it. And
0: hopefully that gives you a sense of the sweet spot. You know, Bruce and Trevor, you are very successful searchers. You've kind of lived and breathed the space, as you know, for many, many years. You're clearly, if I could say this, doubling down on Blue Frame. You're kind of all in. You clearly uh, must believe uh, in this space um, and believe in these searchers. And I want to get a sense from you of w- where you see the opportunity from a search fund perspective. And and you, as you said, your focus is on search funds. So you, you know. I'm probably giving away the answer, but you're, you're believers in the space, and I guess i, I you know love to hear more about why. Why are you believers in the space and, and you know, search funds and searchers?
1: When you think of search funds, Mario, as an asset class, you know, what strikes us is that they provide a really unique solution to a business owner that is thinking through succession. And so it's, not every searcher is going to fit for that, that selling business owner in terms of what they're looking for. But if they happen to be looking for somebody that can come into their business, run their business, uh, allow them to either retire completely or move to a more preferred role, whether it's a chairmanship or, you know, focusing on an area of business that they really like, the searcher allows for this real flexibility and deal structure, which is very unique. Uh, that, that when we came to learn of it, given our experience in the mid-market, it was certainly new and very creative and flexible. And so I think it has a really unique place in the mid-market when you think of the intergenerational challenge of business owners that everybody's heard about, the number of businesses that are going to have to change hands in the coming years. We really think search funds offer those business owners something you need to consider when you when you get to know the people that become searchers. These are, these are phenomenal people that are bright, they're hardworking, they're industrious, they're creative, they're lifelong learners, and so... You know, we're, we're really optimistic that when you combine those types of people and back them with capital and you set them out into the market to find, you know, a really good business to buy, they've got this compelling story to tell. And it's a great place to be. We think both as a, as a searcher when we were a searcher, but now we're fortunate enough to take the investor side. and We're, we're really excited to do that.
0: I mean, one of the great things uh Trevor and Bruce about having you in in this market and and obviously creating blueframe is it it just continues that trajectory of growth for investing in these type of deals and by these type of deals you know I mean the lower middle market the middle market deals that sometimes get overlooked picked over or not enough consideration in our marketplace um, and I think you may have touched on it, uh, which is, you know, this this space has delivered exceptional returns. And, you know, frankly, if I can give credit where credit is due, Trevor Bruce, you had a, an incredibly successful search fund. And I wonder if you, you know, maybe it's, it's tied to where I think Blue Frame's going. I, I know you two are actively engaged with your searchers. You are not just a passive private equity investor, but an active roll-up-your-sleeves I'm getting my hands in there. Um, and I think that's one of the unique features of the space. You exemplify it, but also you lived it. And I, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that because I think that's another unique feature of BlueFrame.
2: Yeah, you know, when Bruce and I look back at the investors we had when we were operating GBase, we try to think of who, who were some of our best investors and how can we model some of our best practices after them? And you mentioned, Mario, that, you know, we were pretty hands-on with our investors. What I want to make sure is people don't, sort of confuse that with um, sort of almost like helicopter parenting or micromanaging, Um, what we find really helps is giving the CEO some rope, right? Um, Not bogging them down in administrative duties like endless KPI reports, endless financial reports, uh, just a lot of administration. What we do uh, plan on doing is wherever we can help, when they give us a call, is to be as responsive as we possibly can helping them out in doing that and that's what our best investors did for us i think one of the things that we love about this space in general um, you know bruce and i have been doing m a now for almost 25 years and in contrast to traditional private equity we just find the search space to be less institutional more entrepreneurial and it's very good at leveraging skill sets across a large a very large and deep network and so back to your question sometimes bruce and i aren't the best Person to answer one of their questions, but there probably is someone in that cap tables network or in our network that can, and that's the, the the power of the search fund is bringing together all these different
0: resources. Trevor, Bruce, I know you're looking for ideal opportunities uh, all across North America. Um, know obviously, the Toronto area is your kind of residence. Um, and one of the things I think maybe our listeners may not be aware is just how much opportunity there is out there. And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about the scope of opportunity, because I think people sometimes uh, are, are surprised at just how much is out there and how many great companies there are and great searchers there are and, and just. Anyway, i'll leave it to you because i have a feeling i know mm-hmm. where this is gonna go so sure sure i, I could chat
2: about some of the opportunities um you know a lot of times you hear this this concern that you know the asset class is growing so is there enough room for more opportunities in search fund and, and you know when, when we look at this landscape there are literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lower bid market businesses and maybe in any given year you have you know a hundred or so uh, searchers uh, that are looking in the market. So it's still a drop in the bucket. Um, So I think there's just a ton of opportunity in this space. And the other thing is that we're really optimistic about the future. You know, there's going to be a lot of changes uh, in the acquisition landscape in the future. And anytime there's lots of changes, there's just tons of opportunities. So you're seeing changes in aging ownerships, changing supply chains, you know, the continuation of digitizing businesses, increased flexibility in labor sources the list goes on and anytime you have all these many changes there's always going to be tons of opportunities for searchers and the other thing we see a ton of opportunity in is just in the diversification of searchers whether that be geographic academic gender or some sort of ethnic diversity you know i think increased diversification of searchers is just going to lead to more robust and successful outcomes and identification of opportunities that, that you wouldn't otherwise see so all in all, we just think there's lots to be excited about in the search in the search world.
1: I, I can give you a quick little example, Mario, that sort of highlights the growth that the asset class is seeing. Tre- Trevor and I just got back from the Chicago Booth slash Kellogg Search Fund conference earlier uh, this week. That had 550 attendees, all there to learn and talk about search funds. Uh, Tre- Trevor's a, a Booth grad, and when we raised our search fund in 2012 there literally was no infrastructure at Booth around search funds. Nobody had really heard of it. There was nobody doing it. There was no alumni supporting it. And so you've now fast forward, you know, less than 10 years, and you've got an annual conference at Booth of 550 people. And that's just one school, Um, you know, that kind of growth, you know, has been represented across numerous schools across North America. If I just say
2: one thing there. I don't want anybody to think that I had a big hand in that growth at booth. There's a few individuals there. I, I just want to give a shout out to if I could, uh, Mark Agnew, Brian O'Connor, Alex Hodgkin, a ton of other guys, but Bruce is right. The, the amount of growth from that one school is incredible. And that's being replicated.
0: Trevor, Bruce, I always ask the, the, we're kind of leading into a great spot, what I call my crystal ball question, which is the, uh, the sense of where we're at and uh, from where you sit in the market, you know, where do you think things are going? And obviously, there's a question for where Blue Frame is going, but uh, your perspective on the market, trends you're seeing, um, opportunities, where do you think the market's going?
1: Sure, I can start on some of the challenges, maybe. And it, when we speak Mario to our searchers, you know, concern around valuations is very topical. You know, I would think we're, if we're not at the peak from a value perspective, we're very close to it. So when you look out at really good businesses, they trade at premium multiples. Uh, I think when we think of the issue as it relates to blue frame, we've obviously got a long horizon from an investment perspective. and And so as you see an economy that's got increasing interest rates, you know, maybe signs of some trouble up ahead. You know, that could have the impact of of increasing rates in the mid-market, potentially lowering valuations or at least dampening those to some degree. And so, you know, we think that can be dealt with over the long term, given our longer term investment horizon. I think from a fund perspective, you know, we realize to attract the best searchers, you've got to be a value-added investor. And so Trevor and I are always thinking about what can we do for our searchers that adds value? You know, can we be a great networker for them? Can we give them practical advice given the stage that they're in in their search? Can we connect them to other like minded investors that can add value to them? I think you've really got to be a value added investor if you want to be considered among the best searchers. And then I think for the searchers themselves, their challenge is just continuing to be persistent in getting the message out to business owners around the search fund model. You know, Even though Trevor and I have spent well over 10 years in this asset class, it's still relatively new, relatively unknown uh, across the mid-market economy. And so searchers have got to do a really persistent job of telling the story, highlighting the benefits of the model, and looking for those situations where they can really fit.
0: Trevor, Bruce, uh, this has been a fascinating conversation. I, uh, I really appreciate you joining us. I'm excited for you uh, and for Blue Frame in terms of what it means for our market because I think it just uh, reinforces the growth of this space. So um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, telling us a little bit more about yourselves and about uh, the future for Blue Frame Capital Partners. No problem, Mario. And thanks also to you for doing so much in the Search Fund
2: Canadian
1: Marketplace. You've done a great job. Well, I appreciate
0: yeah. it. Thank you. Thank,
1: thanks, Mario. You're a huge part of the community. We uh, we appreciate all that you do. Thank you.